Do we not have some wonderfully talented, gifted people in the house? Like, wow, phenomenal. Between voices reaching notes that I didn't know existed to people dancing and moving their bodies in ways that mine just doesn't (laughs) and hasn't, though I've tried. It was just, uh, it's lovely. It's really great to see you all. So welcome to our inaugural, really, our inaugural Christmas Eve service here at Mount Clear Church of Christ. So it's really lovely to be able to come together with family and friends today. Now, I've been told that I have a very short time to speak. (laughs) So I'm going to do my best because um, I was just thinking while I was sitting there, not that it's important um, really in the scheme of things and what we're celebrating today, but can I encourage you that when we're done at the end of tonight, um, if you don't have to rush off, stay, chat to some people, say good day. There's obviously some tea and coffee. Uh, The coffee machine's on. You don't need to pay for that coffee tonight. It's just... If you'd like a real coffee for the coffee snobs out there, it's just yours. You know, and we want to be able to bless you in some way. So um, please avail yourself to that and avail yourself to each and every one, you know, yourselves. Just chat, get to know each other, yeah, on this day. So let's pray. And we've got a quick Christmas Eve message so that we can continue to celebrate as a family. Amen. So Father, we thank you. We thank you for what we're celebrating, the birth of your son. Lord, the carols that we've sung, the words in, in the various songs, the dance. Lord, we're, we're celebrating you coming. Lord, we're, we're, we're celebrating your glory. We're celebrating all that you are and all that you've given. So, Father, this night we just pray that you would speak to each and every one of us, that we would go away, Lord, as we often desire to be changed a little, to be more like your son Jesus, that we would walk away with something that would make us, Lord, better. Not that we're not good, <laughs> but that we would be more like you have desired us from the very beginning. So, Lord, have your way tonight. Have your way. And all these people said, amen. amen. Isn't it cool the sun's out? It's actually reasonably warm. Like, Christmas Day was supposed to be cool, but it's turning out to be the perfect day for a, a barbecue and family and friends and stuff. Yeah, no rain, which is really surprising considering we live in Ballarat, you know. Um, there was a, a couple that were with us this morning, uh, that used to live in Ballarat, but over the last 30-odd years have lived in Queensland and in WA. And so even the weather we're having today was like a cool snap, you know, like a cold snap. Um, and I, I told them that today was shorts weather, which is fair, isn't it? But anyway, Christmas is a really good time to celebrate with family. And I guess, you know, tomorrow we have the privilege of celebrating the birth of our Saviour, our Messiah, and we start that tonight, really. We've, for most people, we've been doing that for a little while, haven't we? celebrating with friends, getting stuff ready. We love to give gifts. We're buying. We're spending money. We're trying to see where stuff's going to come from. We're decorating trees. You know, we're setting up nativity scenes. Yeah. (laughs) Halloween early. Yeah, yeah. There's something that you don't see often, but we could start a trend. Yeah, for those that like to do that. Um, Mel, it's up to you next year. Um, Anyway, I'm one of those people. Our Christmas tree is magical. Every year it just appears. <laughs> and, and then somewhere in, in January, sometimes March, it disappears. <laughs> you know? Just like, just gone. It's like those dishes that you leave out at night. <laughs> you know? Like, one day I'm going to catch the elf that <laughs> I'm going to catch the elf that comes to clean those dishes at night. They're there and then they're just gone. You know? At night I can't cook any eggs because there's stuff everywhere, but in the morning I can. It's amazing. I love that elf. 
But anyway, we're here to celebrate Jesus, so we probably should stay on track. Um, you know, we need to remember this day that, that Father God, Papa, as we, we, a lot of us here have come to, to know him, sent his son Jesus, and one of the songs put it so well, sent Jesus as a man to earth, yeah? yeah. And in fact, I, I love the picture of the kids in that, in that little video clip because they had that little baby Jesus, you know, and when Jesus came at Christmas time, he came in a vulnerable state, yeah, babies are pretty vulnerable, aren't they? You know, even that. They were, they were, you know, Jesus pooped himself in the video. That's what they were suggesting in case you didn't miss, you missed that gag. You know, babies are vulnerable. They can't do anything for themselves. They can't feed themselves. Vulnerable. So Jesus came and he, and he came completely vulnerable. And here we are as a people, people that, that's, you know, have said that we're believers in Jesus and we're here to celebrate his birth, his birthday. Now, I, I don't know about you, I enjoy celebrating my birthday. I don't enjoy celebrating the increase of age. I enjoy celebrating my birthday. For some of you here, like my wife, I know that you celebrate and have a birth week, you know, and it just goes on and on and on. Yeah, yeah, I can see some people nodding, go, yeah, that's me. Yeah, we have a birth week. And here we are at this time, this season, where we're able to celebrate the birth of Jesus. Yeah, if our birthday is important, how much... How, how much more important is the birth of our Saviour? Yeah, how much more important is it to, to celebrate his birthday? And for me, I, I don't think his birthday is something that can be confined to 24 hours. It, really? It, it just can't be. The, the celebration of his birthday is not something that we can just keep to one day. In fact, it's probably something that should spread over every moment of every day, of every week, of every month, of every year just the celebration of his birthday. You know, it's stood the test of time and it should be remembered always. But, but I have a thought for this year. There's two, two simple thoughts I want to I leave you with today. And the first thought is this. His birth made our birth possible. They're really simple. It, this, I know for some of you this is going to be mind-blowing and some awesome theology and others are going to say, Dear Fred, you know, but his birth made our birth possible. So without Christmas, without Christmas Day, none of us would be believers in Jesus. Without a Jesus, without a baby Jesus, there can be no Jesus believers, yeah? Is that a fair call? Yeah, yeah I know, it's rocket science and some of you are grappling with it. Is he right? Now, trust me, if there was no baby Jesus, there would be no faith in Jesus. Without the birth of Jesus, there'd be no believers. And yet here we have this God who loves us so much that he's got a plan to restore his relationship with each and every one of us. And step one of his plan is to send Jesus as a baby, as a man, to earth, to be born. Yeah. And so really, if anything, Christmas Day marks D-Day for the enemy. Do you understand what I'm saying? Christmas Day is the day where the enemy, Satan, the devil... Lucifer, whatever you want to call, call him, it's the day where he thinks, oh my goodness, I've got to wipe this baby out because he's the answer to the world. And if you know the story of how Jesus was born in a manger, you'll know what was happening at the time because the enemy was doing that. It's D-Day for the enemy. Think about it. If, there wasn't, if Jesus was never born, there'd be no cross to defeat the power of sin and death. If there was no baby Jesus born, we couldn't have a relationship with our friend. Yeah, we would be friendless. 
really, God would be distant as he was in the Old Testament. If there was no birth of Jesus, there would be no eternal life. Yeah? Just think about this, just some of the simplicities of his birth yeah, and what it's brought. You know, if there was no birth of Jesus, our original identity as sons and daughters of the king would never be realised. We would still be sinners, sacrificing, doing all sorts of weird and wonderful stuff in the hope to appease God. If there was no birth, if there was no Jesus, there'd be no hope because Jesus is our hope, yeah? I mean, that's just worth celebrating every day just for that. So his birth, his birthday, Christmas Day, makes so much possible because it makes us possible, what he made us. It all comes to fruition at his birth. And that's why we celebrate it. We should be celebrating it. You know, Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's masterpiece. He's created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do good things he planned for us long ago. The King James uses the word workmanship. The Greek word is poema. But it means work made by God. So each and every one of you, the person sitting beside you, is a work made by God. And, and, and I want to suggest that the finishing of that work is only possible because of the birth of Jesus. Yeah? So if you read Psalm 139, 14, it says, Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvellous, how well I know it. So this is his workmanship again, a, a work made by God. But you've got to think of it like this, just for a moment, yeah? He made us. Even without Jesus coming, he made us. You know? He knew us. Before we were born, knit in our mother's womb. He already made us, right? But if you're working with clay, has anyone ever worked with clay? Some people. I never have. I watched Ghost once, but. God's made each and every one of us. <laughs> Stick to your notes, Andrew. <laughs> Stick to your notes. God's made it each and every one of us. And then he places us in a kiln to complete us, yeah? yeah? To polish us off, to get the shine out of what he's just made. Now, the birth of Jesus, I want to suggest the birth of Jesus, the coming of the Saviour, the one that we can now believe in, yeah, yeah is the kiln process. Because he made you wonderfully, but then he puts you somewhere and the only thing that makes you shine is Jesus. And if Jesus never came, if we never celebrated his birth, if he was never born, then we would never shine. Yeah? Without his birth, you and I would be unfinished. If Jesus was never born, you and I would never have been born again. Yeah? But look at you all now. Seriously, look at the person next to you and say, you're looking fabulous. Look to the person next to you and say, stay in the kiln. <laughs> I'm joking. No, no, I'm not. Um, 1 Peter 1.23 says, for you, have never been, uh, for you have been born again, but not to a life that will quickly end. Your new life will last forever. Because it comes from the eternal living word of God. See, because of his birth, because of Christmas Day, you and I have been born again. 
Because of Christmas Day, we can now share in a new life that lasts forever. I reckon that's pretty exciting, yeah? And it all comes from the living Word of God. Who is the Word of God? Jesus. All because of his birth, made possible by his birth. So we've got so much to celebrate as believers at Christmas. So much to celebrate. And, and in fact, I said earlier that Christmas Day is the starting point for everything. I don't know about anyone else. Does anybody else have the occasional issue starting stuff? Yeah? When I, when I went to high school, even, st- even studying at Bible college <laughs> and seminary and doing that stuff, assignments were just, I, I knew what I wanted to say, but I never knew how to start. I just didn't know that, that first paragraph. And so I would do my best to get ideas from others in what they've done. And if I could, I would ask for their assignments so I could read them, not to copy them, just to give me an idea on how I can start mine. Anybody else? No? If you come to our home and you're sitting in the kitchen, uh, uh, just on the kitchen table, and you look in the kitchen, you'll see above the oven a section of corners that fell down probably four or five years ago now. Is that right? I have looked at that for four or five years saying, I really need to do that, but I don't know where to start. Like, I don't know where to start. Yet here's God, yeah? And God has to make a decision to redeem us, to restore us. And his starting point has to be one filled with anguish because he knows the beginning and the end. He knows what's to come. And he's going to make a decision to start. I wonder if he sat there occasionally with the Holy Spirit and said, do you reckon there's another way? Angels, what would you do? Let me read your essays. You know? Let me see if there's a different starting point. Do I really need to send Jesus as a baby? I reckon that was such a moment of love, filled with anguish, but yet, yet love for us that he goes, I've got to do it. I've got to send Jesus. And because of that one decision, we celebrate. We've sung songs. We've had dance. Like, you know, we had Reuben singing like, Wow. Because Jesus came. And so now we celebrate it. Like, I think that's brilliant. That's what I love about Father God. The hardest thing, (laughs) the hardest thing I don't think was the cross, because he knew the cross was coming. The hardest thing was actually coming, knowing where he was headed, was that first step, that first baby step. Baby has no problem walking once they've taken the first step. But that first step is always the one that you're looking for, isn't it? That was hard for him to do that. It was really hard. But that's what Christmas is all about. That's his birthday. And that's why we celebrate. That's why we're celebrating even tonight, Christmas Eve, to say, wow, God, you're just so good. We want to celebrate you. Because what he did in sending Jesus as a baby, he did that for you and he did that for me. That's glorious. And his birthday has birthed things ever since. It's had a ripple effect for over 2,000 years. It's been affecting men and women across the globe, making and creating a reality for us all to be who we we, we were always destined to be. Yeah. There's one other thing that Christmas Day birthed in us and for us. And this is something that I think we easily miss. And regardless of age and regardless how long you've walked with the Lord for and whether you know him or don't know him, is this is a truth we need to grab hold of. 
because it's so simple, yet it's so profound. See, Matthew in chapter 1, verse 18 to 25, it reads this. It says, this is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Verse 24 reads, When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born. And Joseph named him Jesus. And Joseph named him Jesus. So this is what I want us to take away today as we celebrate Christmas. First, first, that his birth made our birth, our spiritual birth, possible, yeah? But now, not only has his birth made us, but it's allowed us another wonderful privilege that we exercise every day without even knowing. Isaiah 9.6 says, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And Joseph named him Jesus. See, the second, the second thing I want you to take home tonight, because of Christmas Day, we can open our eyes, look to heaven, and we can call this baby Jesus by name. So we can look to heaven and call our friend Jesus. We can pray to our Messiah and we can call him Jesus. We have a brother and his name is Jesus. See, his birth that birthed us and made us makes it possible for us to call out, to cry out, and to speak out the name Jesus. And what does the Bible say? That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. So because of the birth, because we've accepted that, you and I in our rebirth have been given the privilege and honour just like Joseph. He called the baby Jesus. We don't have to call him anything else but Jesus. We don't have to pray to anyone else but Jesus. Do you understand? Every day we wake up and we speak to, we speak to God and we're, we're talking to him and we're, we're, we're just communicating with Jesus. And it's like, oh, Lord Jesus, I oh, thank you. Lord Jesus, help me. Lord Jesus, do like forever, over and over, we do that without thinking. And it's only possible because of Christmas Day. And Joseph named him Jesus. See, yes, he's Lord. Yes, he's God. Yes, he's Abba. Yes, he's King. Yes, he's our Messiah. But because of Christmas Day, he's Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Because of Christmas Day. Now, for me, tonight, what a gift. What a ripple effect that has been left that for 2,000 years, in every language, people have been calling him Jesus. In their language, yeah. 
Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, all because of the birth of a baby that we celebrate. You and I have this relationship where we can sit and we just say, thank you, Jesus. We don't say, thank you, God, for your nameless son. Thank you, God, that you sent your son by whom's name we shall never speak, for our lips are not holy. We don't say that. We go, thank you, Father, for Jesus. Thank you for baby Jesus. Thank you for King Jesus. Thank you for Messiah Jesus. Thank you for Christ Jesus. We have been gifted with the wonderful privilege and honour having been made brand new because of his birth. We've been gifted the name Jesus. So today on this Christmas Eve, there's nothing else left to say but Jesus. There's nothing else left to say but Merry Christmas. Yeah? There's nothing else left to say but celebrate him, acknowledge him, and his name is Jesus. Amen? Amen. Father, I thank you that it's possible to speak short sermons. <laughs> I thank you, Lord, that we can call out the name Jesus. I thank you that Jesus is our King and Messiah, but he's also our friend and he's also our Saviour. And this day, it's his birthday that we celebrate. It's his name that we lift up. And it's at his name that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. So God, thank you this day for your son. Happy birthday, Jesus. And everybody said? Amen. Amen.